Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2326 with a release date of Friday, May 27th, 2022 to follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. Hamvention returns to Xenia and so do the hams. Amateurs make contact with China Mars mission and CQ magazine welcomes this year's Hall of Fame inductees. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2326 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline, Amateur Radio's first independent on-the-air news and bulletin service. Now, reporting from Wadsworth, Ohio, Stephen Kenford, N8WB. This week's news Newscast offers expanded coverage of the first hamvention to be held in the United States after two years of pandemic cancellations. Paul Brown, WD9GCO, was among those there, and he gives us a wrap-up of the weekend. Thousands of hams once again converged on the Greene County Fairgrounds in Xenia, Ohio, as hamvention returned after a two-year absence due to COVID-19. Judging by reports from attendees, people were definitely ready to come back. The weather was typical for Hamvention, and the storm did come through late on Saturday, but anyone who's been to Hamvention knows that rain is nothing unusual. The Hamvention Committee, along with all of the volunteers from the Dayton Amateur Radio Association, planned a full schedule of events and forums that were well attended. The vendor buildings were fairly full, with a few noticeable vendors from years past absent, but those who were there, by all accounts, had a good amount of traffic. The legendary Hamvention flea market did seem slower than in recent years, according to eyewitnesses. However, with the threat of storms and the still uncertain COVID conditions, coupled with higher-than-usual gas prices, it didn't seem out of line. There were also many off-site events, including open houses at DERA and the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting. Our congratulations to the Hamvention Committee and all of the DERA volunteers on a job well done. It was good to see Hamvention return, and we at Newsline hope to return to Hamvention next year. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Paul Brown, WD9GCO, reporting from Xenia, Ohio. The annual Dayton Contest Dinner held during the Hamvention weekend on May 21st saw the induction of two new members into the CQ Contest Hall of Fame. Recipient David Pascoe, KM3T, is well known for his championships and record scores, as well as his charitable work as a volunteer pilot for those with medical needs. Craig Thompson, K9CT, developer of the North American Collegiate Championship Program, was the other recipient, recognized for his work with Contest University and numerous other initiatives. CQ's Amateur Radio Hall of Fame added seven new names, three of whom are silent keys. They are the late jazz pianist Robert Ringwald, K6YBV, Franklin Antonio, N6NKF, philanthropist and co-founder of chipmaker Qualcomm and Wolf Haranth, OE1WHC slash OE3WHC, international broadcast journalist. The other inductees are R. Scott Wright, K0MD, Mayo Clinic physician leading the team developing COVID-19 treatment with convalescent plasma. Peter Marks, AB3XC, the physician leading the team at the U.S. Food and Drug Administration overseeing COVID-19 vaccines, treatment and testing. Les Kramer, wa 3 SGZ, developer of prosthetic devices for lower limbs, and Roy Lewallen, W7EL, author of Easy Neck Antenna Modeling Software that has set standards for ham radio antenna design. 
Elsewhere in Ohio, amateurs have been gearing up to activate a place known mostly for offering study and quiet contemplation, the local public library. Jack Parker, WADISH, tells us about this upcoming event. Now here's one for the books. In this case, the library books as well as log books. It's an activation by the Western Reserve Amateur Radio Club called Libraries on the Air. It's happening on Saturday, June 18th at the Youngstown Public Library Main Branch in Ohio. This first-time activation is inspired in part by the working relationship the hams already have with the county library system, which has been hosting the club's workshops, licensed classes, and testing sessions. Just like any popular library book, this event has started to go into circulation. Amanda Ferrone, KC3GFU, the club's secretary, told Newsline that a club in Missouri plans to participate on the same day and activate one of their local libraries. There's also been interest from a club in Kentucky. Amanda told Newsline, quote, We would love for this to go nationwide at some point and get as many libraries activated as possible, end quote. Amanda said the event is being run in a style similar to Parks on the Air, but for now, paper logs and Excel-type spreadsheets are being accepted until a logging software can be developed in time for next year's event. Amanda said that if the event gains enough traction, the club's activation can expand beyond the main branch to all 11 libraries in the county. Hams will be on the air from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. local time. You won't need a library card, but keep those QSL cards handy. For additional details, send an email to librariesota at gmail.com. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jack Parker, W8ISH. A name well-known for decades to radio enthusiasts in Great Britain has become a silent key. We hear about his remarkable life and career from Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Radio components of every kind imaginable were a speciality for John Burkett, G8OPP, who opened his first shop, J. Burkett and Lincoln, in 1960. With that small business, John served subsequent generations of radio enthusiasts, supplying hard-to-find components and surplus equipment, everything from military and test devices to wire and cables. John was always also a friendly, familiar face at radio rallies, where he became a much-sought-out attendee. John became a silent key at the age of 93 on the 30th of April. His death was recently reported on a number of ham radio news sites, his obituary on the website of the Radio Society of Great Britain recalled how his shop evolved into more than a collection of components and equipment. It was a gathering spot for those who shared the bond of radio and the spirit of experimentation and creativity. His motto was, not a piece of junk in sight. A post dated the 20th of May on the website Hackaday paid tribute to what was ultimately the worldwide presence of this very local shop. Quote, Though many of you from beyond where this is being written may never have heard of him, the chances are that if you follow electronics enthusiasts from the UK, you will have unwittingly seen items which pass through his hands. Unquote. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. One of the architects of the Snowy Mountains Amateur Radio Club in New South Wales, Australia, has become a silent key. With that report, here's Jason Daniels, VK2LAW. Richard McKay, VK2HRM, didn't just help bring the Snowy Mountains Amateur Radio Club into being in the early 2000s. 
he served as its president to shepherd it through its earliest days. The New South Wales amateur, whose love of rodeo was ignited by his earliest adventures on Citizens Band, became a silent key on the 4th of May. In appreciation of his life penned by Bill Steptoe, VK2ZZF, and posted on the club's website, said that Richard, an automotive engineer by profession, was also the guiding force behind the club's VK2 RSM repeater systems. The systems operated on 70 centimetres, 2 metres and 6 metres, and had links to repeaters in Jindabyne and Nimitabel. According to Bill's post about Richard, his health had been failing in recent years and that curtailed his active involvement with the club. Bill wrote, quote, Richard will be greatly missed as a friend and a great mate. End quote. Richard was 61. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jason Daniels, VK2LAW. Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the KV3B repeater in Rockville, Maryland, on Sundays after the net at 7.30 p.m. local time. Heil Sound Communications, well known in the amateur community and the world of professional audio, has announced a rebranding of its ham radio division. The division website has been redesigned and its product packaging will also have a new look. The company said that after having given a new look to its pro division last year, it realized it was time to overhaul the ham radio side. Heil Sound said in a statement that the changes achieve the goal customers have requested, creating an entity separate from the pro side of the market. The company was established by Bob Heil, K9EID, decades ago. A change in ownership within the company was announced in February of this year, with Bob staying as CEO Emeritus and continuing his involvement in amateur radio product design. If you are hearing this report before May 31st, you still have time to nominate a talented young radio amateur for Newsline's Bill Pasternak Memorial Young Ham of the Year Award. Consider sending us the name and qualifications of a licensed radio operator 18 years of age or younger who lives in the continental United States. Find details and application forms on our website, arnewsline.org, under the YHOTY tab. Remember, our deadline is May 31st. Almost a year after its launch, China's Mars mission has made contact with hams here on Earth. Ed Durant, DD5LP, has those details. AMSAT-DL reports that it has successfully received transmissions from Tianwen-1, the Chinese Mars mission. According to a recently published report, this took place at Bochum Observatory in Germany using a 20-metre antenna and GNU radio. GNU radio is free, open-source software used to create software-defined radios. The report, written by Daniel Estevez, EA4GPZ, Mario Lorenz, DL5MLO, and Peter Gulzov, DB2OS, said that the Chinese spacecraft had been successfully tracked using a real-time GNU radio decoder that had stored 10 months worth of transmitted telemetry information. By interpreting the telemetry variables, the GNU radio was able to track the mission, which began with its launch on July 23rd of last year. The paper was first published for GNU Radio Conference 2021, held last September in North Carolina. The radio conference for 2022 is scheduled for September in Washington, D.C. 
Prometer Radio Newsline, Ahmed Durant, DD5LP. History isn't always what it seems, and so the South African Radio League is reaching out to amateurs there who may have documents and artifacts that better tell the story of how the league was created. John Williams, VK4JJW, brings us that story. Amateur Radio forever looks forward to the next generation to ensure its survival, but the South African Radio League has begun looking back, way back, to better discover its identity. Sorting through the scrapbooks in the garage of a silent key has led some league members to conclude that there's more to its history than was previously known. That's led to a project at the National Amateur Radio Centre, the league's headquarters, involving a bit of a treasure hunt. Amateurs in South Africa are asked to sort through old magazines and other materials that they have that contain insights into the league and its predecessor organisations. Hams are also being asked to look at programs from past year's annual general meetings, as well as photos taken there. The project would welcome original material or anything that can be scanned or photographed or perhaps brought to the National Amateur Radio Centre. If you have anything to share, please contact the centre. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm John Williams, VK4JJW. While some hams in South Africa may be hot on the trail of radio history, members of the Santon Amateur Radio Club, ZS6STN, have been more concerned with tracking two radio foxes named Fred and Fiona. The club has organized a fox hunting event for amateurs and their families scheduled for Sunday, the 29th of May. The foxes are carrying VHF emergency rescue beacons, but according to the club's scenario, will be lost in the park and in need for the youngsters to be their rescuers. Participants are asked to bring their HTs and antenna and, oh yes, their appetites for lunch afterward. Hopefully Fred and Fiona will be found in time to share in the menu too. Get ready for the first international contest being organized by the Pride Radio Group. It's a big moment for this still young Australia-based organization, as Graham Kemp, VK4BB, tells us. Barely two years after its founding, the Pride Radio Group is hosting its first contest for hams worldwide during Pride Month, which begins in June. The contest, CQ Pride, will be held from June 4 to June 6. It's open to amateurs in single and multi-operator categories on all HF non-WARC bands, VHF and UHF bands and using all usual modes. Organiser Michaela, VK3FUR, said that the Pride Radio Group event is a celebration of diversity within the amateur radio community. Michaela said that small clubs and individual newcomers are especially welcome. Contacts can be on CW, phone and digital and may be made using satellites, repeaters, hotspots and internet links providing RF is involved in at least one hop. Participants may spot other stations, but not themselves. Additional details are available at the link provided in the text version of this week's newscast script. That's at arnewsline.org. From at a Radio Newsline, I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB. In the world of DX, be listening for special event call sign 9M22DX from West Malaysia between June 1st and the 30th. The activation is designed to promote mountain radio operation as well as DX. Between June 3rd and 5th, this call sign will be used from the Bucket Parangan Summit on various HF bands and modes. For the rest of the month, the activation will continue as DX position. QSL to 9M2CDX, direct or via club log. Leonard K1NU will be active as K1JV from Shelter Key in Key Colony Beach, Florida, between June 11th and 18th. Listen on various HF bands where Leonard will be using CW and FT8. QSL direct to the home call, the club log, or via LOTW. 
We end this week with the story of one of the unexpected bonuses of going to Hamvention this year. It's not finding a good price on a new rig or antenna, or even winning a grand prize at a drawing. It's discovering something or someone believed to have been lost long ago. Mike Askins, KE5CXP, brings us that story now. When the organizers of Hamvention declared it would be a reunion weekend this year after two years of pandemic cancellations, they had no idea how true the word reunion would ring for two hams in attendance. Shortly after Jocelyn Bro, KD8VRX, VA2VRX, and Jeff Maynard, VA2SS, were introduced to one another by a mutual friend, Jeff had a flash of recognition and told Jocelyn, quote, You look familiar. Don't I know you? End quote. Jocelyn, who lives in Ohio, but is originally from Montreal, didn't think so, especially since Jeff is from Quebec. He was certain Jeff was mistaken. Still, Jeff kept pressing for details as both of them continued talking, and it turns out his hunch was right. The pair had known one another a lifetime ago. It was on a campus in Sherbrooke, Quebec, where both had been college students. Jeff and Jocelyn were nearly 30 years younger at the time, and neither one had taken that leap yet into amateur radio. Fast forward now to the Xenia Fairgrounds. Former college friends from Canada reunited in Ohio by amateur radio. The two exchanged call signs, their contact information, and a promise to stay in touch on and off the air. All it took was the fine-tuning of Hamvention's reunion weekend to put two friends back on the same wavelength. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Mike Askins, KE5CXP. With thanks to Amanda Ferrone, K73GFU, the ARRL, CQ Magazine, David Bihar, K7DB, DXWorld.net, Hackaday, Heil Sound, ICQ Podcast, Jocelyn Bro, KD8VRX, slash VA2VRX, Monaro Post, Ohio Pen DX, Pride Radio Group, QRZ.com, Snowy Mountains Amateur Radio Club, the Radio Society of Great Britain, South African Radio League, Southgate Amateur Radio News, shortwaveradio.de, Wireless Institute of Australia, and you, our listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You can write to us at newsline at airnewsline.org. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer, non-profit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at airnewsline.org. And know that we appreciate you all. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT at the news desk in New York and our news team worldwide, I'm Stephen Kinford, NAWB in Wadsworth, Ohio, saying 73. And as always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2022. All rights reserved.